It's quite exciting. And you'll be able to see the hand of God move on your behalf like you never have before as you begin to pray and as you start where you are, realizing that He hears every prayer. Just open up your heart, look with your spiritual eyes and listen with your spiritual ears. And as you read the word, God will begin to talk to you so that when you pray, you will pray and you will ask for things that please God, or in other words, things that are God's will. Because not only does he say he hears every prayer, not only does he say that when we're asking anything that pleases him or anything that is within his will, he says we can be confident that he hears us and if he hears us, then he answers us. In other words, he's committed to hearing and to answering. Today, as we open up on Bridges, we're going to talk about how God really, how He hears every prayer. And prayer has been a journey that I've been on for a really long time since I gave my heart to Christ. I gave my heart to Christ when I was 13 as a teenager, and I hadn't been in church all my life. In fact, that was one of the first times I had ever been. So I didn't have any foundation in the Word or about prayer. So. When I became a Christian, I didn't even know some of the things that people said, like people, I've heard people say, now, well, I'm too busy to pray. Prayer is boring. I don't know how to pray. What if I, what if I don't pray the right way? I'm afraid to pray out loud. When I came to Christ, I wasn't even aware of any of those issues because I just, I just hadn't been in church. I just sort of took it for what the Bible said, that prayer was talking to God. So I just started talking to God and believing completely that he heard every single prayer. And the more that I prayed, the more that my faith grew, not because he answered every prayer the way I prayed it, but because I found myself growing closer to him in relationship. And so as we open up this discussion today on he hears every prayer, I want to start off by saying like, Prayer is just not a, la a laundry list of our needs. Like God is not like a celestial Santa Claus that we just, I want this, I want that, I want this. And if you could do this by next Tuesday and, you know, it's not that. And if we approach it that way, I promise at some point you'll be really disappointed because he doesn't always answer the way that we pray. He does hear every prayer. I want to encourage you in that. And he works wonderfully and powerfully, and he does all kinds of miracles through our prayers, but he doesn't answer exactly the way that we pray every single time. I mean, if it worked like that, right, it wouldn't even take faith. Anybody would become a Christian if it worked that way, because you could just ask for a million dollars and he would like give you a million dollars a day. It doesn't work that way. Prayer is simple in terms of it's a conversation with God, but prayer has so much substance because it is a conversation with God and because God does have a master plan. And so we don't have to present our request, you know, with the eloquence of a theologian or make a case like an attorney does, uh, studying and doing all kinds of research and setting up precedents and telling God why he should do this and why he should do that. It's none of that. It's a conversation 
It's a relationship, but it is built on the Word of God. So I know some people think that we can just kind of thumb through the Bible and pick and choose. People believe this, but they don't believe that. I've talked to people who say that they're Christian, but they don't believe that anybody, for example, would ever go to hell. Well, if you read the Bible, the Bible most assuredly says that hell was never designed for human beings. The Bible is clear that God's will is that none would perish. The Bible is very clear that in order to avoid us having to go to hell, that God loved us so much that he sent his only son to give his life, to die on a cross, to shed his blood so that you, so that I, if we came to a place of repentance and ask him to forgive us and to cleanse us of our sins, that he would cleanse us. And that would mean that we would inherit eternal life forever in heaven, thus escaping hell. So it's impossible to say that, well, I'm a Christian, and yet I don't believe that hell exists because the Bible is clear it does exist. But for the believer in Christ, we are no longer afraid of condemnation and judgment and being sent to hell because he has removed that penalty because we believe in his son, Jesus Christ. But I have to say, like, prayer is built on the foundation of God's word. If we ask God for something that is contrary to his word, that prayer is not going to be answered. Now, he may help us by opening up his word and opening up our understanding so that we no longer pray that way, right? But we have to understand that it's not just a laundry list and that I'm not saying that you just come to God and you just write out whatever you want to and that he does it. Prayer is a conversation, but it is based on the authority of God's word. And I brought with me today some prayers that I wrote out when I was a teenager just to show, just to be an example, that you don't have to have the eloquence of a theologian. The prayer does need to be based in Scripture or a truth in Scripture, but even if you are at a place in your Christian life where you don't know how to yet quote Scripture, you can learn to pray the Word, but you start wherever you are. Some of my earliest prayers as I look at them, I just say, God, please help me with school. I mean, I was 13 years old. I, you know, I was going to school every day. So I asked God to help me in school. I didn't put a verse there. I didn't know to do that. So I encourage you, he hears every prayer. Start wherever you are. As you grow, as you build, God will help you be able to memorize scripture, be able to quote scripture, But start where you are and start today. He hears every prayer and prayer is powerful. Prayer will help you grow closer to God. It will help you become more like Christ. It will help you develop the heart of God for people, for yourself, for your life. So prayer is extremely important. There's nothing boring about it. It's quite exciting And you'll be able to see the hand of God move on your behalf like you never have before as you begin to pray and as you start where you are, realizing that he hears every prayer. First, to understand that he hears us is powerful. Like the creator of the universe hears us. 
You know, when the Bible, in the book of Psalms, when it talks about God, it says that he measures the breadth of heaven with his hand. Those are some pretty big hands. Like, we can't even fathom or imagine how large God is and the creator of the universe, the one who holds the whole world together by the power of his word, loves us and hears every prayer. Oh my goodness, you all, have you ever just tried to get people to listen to you? <laughs> Most of the time, they remember half of what we said, right? Or your kids remember just the part that they wanted to hear, like you were gonna take them to the store and buy them a gift, but that part about doing a load of laundry or taking out the garbage, oh gosh, mom, did you mean for me to do that today? And it's like, no, I meant it like six weeks from now. No. Of course I meant it today, but listening, right? People don't usually have great listening skills and usually don't listen carefully, but God, he hears us. 1 John 5, 13 and 15 out of the New Living Translation says it like this. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know that he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Now you all, that in and of itself, that verse is amazing. That the Bible was written so that we could know that we have eternal life so that we don't have to live, um, live and fear hell, fear what happens next. People say, well, I don't know what happens to me after I die. Well, read the Bible and it will explain it all. And it explains it in great detail. But that this word of God was written so that we, we could know God, that we could have eternal life, and that his plan for us is to talk to him through prayer and that he has committed to hearing us, he hears every prayer. No matter how short, how long, he hears every prayer. And this verse says we are confident whenever we ask anything that pleases him. So most of us pause there. And what in the world does that mean? Anything that pleases him. Essentially, it means anything that is in his will. Now, his will is outlined in the word of God. So if you want to know his will, every time you read the Bible, God talks to you. You know, people will say sometimes, you know, well, God doesn't really talk to me. He does. He talks to us every time we read his word. Now, some people that I've met act like God is like, you know, a chatty Kathy, that he just talks to them all day. He tells them every single little thing they should do all day. And if he does that for you, that's awesome. That is not my experience as a Christian. Sometimes he speaks to me in a still small voice. Sometimes it's a little bit more of a nudge than that. Sometimes on rare occasions, he's given me dreams. Most of the time he reads, he speaks to me as I read his word. I'll be studying something, praying about something, Sometimes it's just random. I'm reading something or I will hear a pastor quote a scripture and that will jump out 
to me and be like, oh, that's the answer. So God speaks to us through his word and he speaks in various ways. And I hope that you do not allow the comments and the opinions of other people to make you feel less than because they act like they get all this grandiose this and grandiose that. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe that they are operational today. What I'm saying is that even if that isn't happening to you or happening in your Christian experience on a a daily thing, that doesn't mean that God doesn't love you or that he's not talking to you. He speaks to us in all different ways. Just open up your heart, look with your spiritual eyes and listen with your spiritual ears. And as you read the word, God will begin to talk to you so that when you pray, you will pray and you will ask for things that please God, or in other words, things that are God's will. And the verse goes on to say, since we know that he hears us, we are confident that he will give us what we ask. Now, this scripture, for anybody that's been a Christian, you know, any length of time, it it is not a name and claim it, blab and grab it kind of thing. It doesn't mean that you just say any random thing and that then God is somehow obligated to do that. Y'all, that is not how Christianity works. That's not faith. That is absolute nonsense. And it gets people into trouble. What the scripture does mean is that we can be confident that he hears every prayer when we pray it in alignment with his will. And he doesn't hold his will out for us as some sort of a joke or a surprise or some way to torment his children. You all, he's a good heavenly father. That's not the way that good parents treat their children. Healthy parents don't say, you know, Johnny, I I want you to do this today. And then Johnny says, what is it? And then the parents say, oh, I'm not going to tell you. You just have to guess. You all, that's cruel. And God is not cruel. He is a good God. He is only good. He is always faithful. And he loves us. And he gives us his word so that we can get to know him better, so that our prayers are effective. And he gives us that that confidence. He gives us that knowing. He gives us that assurance, really, that he hears every prayer. And for some of you who just pause at that and think, man, Monica, I just don't know if what I'm praying is the will of God. Like, I really get confused about all of that. And I've been praying for a really long time, and I just don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I hope that as we look at this next passage, that this will help you. Because not only does he say he hears every prayer, not only does he say that when we're asking anything that pleases him or anything that is within his will, he says we can be confident that he hears us and if he hears us, then he answers us. In other words, he's committed to hearing and to answering. And for all of us, this should make all the difference in the whole wide world. This opens up a door to heaven in our lives. This opens up an opportunity for us to learn and grow in Christ and to share Christ with others, to grow in the faith and to see God's kingdom and his will unfold in our lives. But scripture also says he helps us pray. 
So we're not alone in this. We are not alone to just figure this out, to take stabs in the dark. Uh, I like it when people tell me, you know, if they want me to do something, I really like it if they tell me what they want me to do. I like a deadline. I like to know about what I'm trying to do so that I'm not just like, well, here, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? And then it's like, no, 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 do this, do this. You all, that is a very frustrating experience. And God is not working to frustrate us. He wants us to draw close to him. He says, if we will draw nigh to him, then he will draw nigh to us. So take heart. He hears every prayer and he helps us pray. So go with me to Romans 8. And we're going to start there in verse 26. I'm going to read verses 26 and 27 out of the New Living Translation. And it says here, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't always know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the, whole, what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Do you know how powerful that is? That means that even, even if we don't know what we're talking about or how we should pray, if we say, God, help, that the Holy Spirit is pleading on our behalf, in accordance with God's will. When we are praying honestly and with a pure heart, the Holy Spirit himself is taking our prayers and is pleading in accordance with God's will. So he hears us and he helps us pray. He hears every prayer. So don't just qualify yourself by, I don't know what I'm doing with this prayer thing. I don't have time to pray. I do it, but I don't get any answers. You all, those are all excuses. They're all, I'm just going to stop right here. I'm not going to go any further. Uh, they're going to stop you in your walk with Christ. You know, as I found, as I've shared with you, this, these prayers that I wrote out when I was a teenager and this prayer box that is so precious to me, when I look at some of the things that I wrote and the way that I wrote it. I mean, it's sweet, but it's like funny. So at one point, I, <laughs> I write, please heal Dean. And then I've got an asterisk next to that. And if you look up at the top of the page, I put the asterisk and I wrote, God, please take special notice where there is an asterisk. Now, that is hysterical that I put an asterisk for God and explained to him that that would take priority over something else. But... <laughs> Okay, I was 13 or 14, so cut me some slack. I don't need to help God prioritize. But the best that I knew to do in the place of faith that I was was to lay out the request. And my friend Dean had been injured in a diving accident and had become paralyzed. And I wanted that request to go to the top of the line because that's all I knew. Like, that's how I thought it worked, right? Because in life, it kind of works that way. It's what priority you are, where you are in the line. Now, that's not how God works, but I didn't know that yet. The wonderful thing about God is he hears every prayer 
And because he is omniscient, because he is all-powerful, because he is immutable, he can hear all of us at the same time. We don't have to wait in a line like we do at the store. This concept that I had of, well, I'm going to put an asterisk there because, you know, if I do that, like that's going to get let God know, I think this one is most important. Do you know what's wonderful about God? He didn't disqualify my prayer because I didn't know any better. At the time that I wrote that, I was absolutely pure in heart, pure in my faith, just doing the best I can to fulfill his word, which was to pray without ceasing. And I just wrote the prayers down, um, you know, because I didn't have time to like read every page to God every day, right? So I would lay my hands on them and I would go over to the prayer request. But God, here's what I'm saying. He sees through all of that and he sees your heart. And this book, this verse in Romans 8, uh, 26 and 27 it really clarified that for me once I got to that place in my faith and in my life is to understand that I didn't have to put an asterisk. God doesn't disqualify me if I didn't know any better to do that, but that the Holy Spirit worked in and through my prayers to plead with God in accordance to God's will. There are times we just don't know what to pray. There are times somebody is really sick and or something like that. And we don't know if that is the time that maybe they, they are going to go to heaven. We don't know. We don't always know how to pray. We may be up for a job and we don't know if that's the right job or if it's not. Well, we're still to pray. The Bible says to pray without, ce uh, pray without ceasing. It says to ask and that he will give us answers. So you got to ask to get the answer, but the Holy Spirit will help. You don't have to think, well, I prayed for that job and now I might get it because I prayed and it might not be God. The Holy Spirit works in and through our prayers. So here's what we need to understand from that. You don't have to have a lot of, you don't have to have any angst in your prayers whatsoever. You can trust that God's got it. We're asking with the best that we know at that moment a prayer that is in accordance with his will. And then he works in and through that. The Holy Spirit intercedes and pleads on our behalf in accordance with the will of God. So I hope that that brings you great comfort, comfort and brings you great confidence that he hears every prayer, that he helps us pray. He's so good. We, we don't even know sometimes what to ask, how to, how to ask. We don't know what the end result should be. But by Romans 8 there, he says that he helps us when we pray. And then to understand that he has our best interests at heart. And you all, this is the one where we really grow up in Christ. Because we would all love it if he answered our every prayer the moment we prayed it and just how we would want it to work out or how we think it should work out. But you and I both know that's not how it always is. Look with me at 2 Corinthians 12, starting in verse 7 there. This is Paul, the, the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Doesn't sound easy, does it? It says three different times I begged the Lord 
to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad I can boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And you all, that is a scripture in which we grow up when we understand it. We don't always know how to pray. We go through sometimes really hard things, probably nothing compared to what Paul is talking about, a messenger from Satan to torment him, how awful that had to be. And that he cried out with everything in his being, God, take it. And each time God said, my grace is sufficient for you. This is the place where we grow up and we understand he has our best interest at heart. He doesn't always say yes. There are really hard things sometimes that we have to endure and go through. And you say, well, Monica, that's not encouraging. Listen, it is encouraging if you understand the big picture that Paul heard from God, my grace is sufficient for you. That that answer from God allowed Paul to take a different perspective on life and to say, okay, now I can boast in my weaknesses. I wanted that to go away, but God didn't take it away. Now I can still serve God and I can rejoice in insults, hardships, and persecutions. That is a place of maturity and growing up. And while I realize that it doesn't sell a lot of books to say that, it doesn't usually make people really happy There's every reason to rejoice as we mature in Christ because God's got us. He has our best interest at heart. Whatever he said yes to, whatever he might have said is on delay, whatever he said no to, he is going to only do good by us. He's got the big picture that only he can see. He knows what tomorrow and the day after hold and you all We just don't have access to all that information or knowledge. Paul wrote over two-thirds of the New Testament under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What an awesome work Paul did. How much I respect him, can't wait to meet him in heaven, awesome man. And he did all that in the middle of a situation in which he wanted removed. And I hope that that encourages you that if you've got something in your life you want to go away and it has not gone away, or at least not yet, take heart. He has your best interest at heart and he is going to see you all the way through, just like he's gonna see me all the way through. You can and I can trust that he hears every prayer and that while he doesn't always answer the way we ask or want, he does say he will work every single thing out for our good. We're out of time. We've got to say goodbye and God bless you. If you're looking for ways to grow your faith, we invite you to go to monicaschmelzer.com where you can watch Bridges interviews and Monica's teachings on demand. You'll also find free online extras that offer practical ways to live out your faith. Visit monicaschmelzer.com where you'll find hope because truth changes everything.
Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings and interviews. It's easy to do. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once you are subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available to view. Thanks for watching Bridges. Hi friend, are you stressed, maybe even worried about so many needs around you that you've forgotten you are worth taking care of too? Well, I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stressless Podcast. I want to invite you to join me as I share practical tips based on science, inspired by God's Word, to help you spark joy and restore God's peace and love to your soul. Subscribe now and go to lifeaudio.com.